0: on, on, lock on, lock, lock, lock on, lock, lock, lock on, lock, lock on, lock on. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Lena McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, the Cowboys did not play on Sunday, but it was a fun week. Did you enjoy uh, this slate of games on Sunday?
1: It's pretty crazy that uh, the Cowboys didn't play on Sunday and yet greatly increased their chances of making it <laughs> into the, the playoff picture. I mean, the NFL is just absolutely nuts
0: it's It's mind boggling. Um, so going into well, actually let us go back further. Uh, we recorded a pro- podcast on Friday. You, uh, myself, and John owning. Uh, and the general mood was pretty bad, right? we We were pretty de- depressed about this Cowboys team. Uh, they just came off a, a tough loss to to the bills uh, where they were kind of blown out. Uh, you know, it appeared that the, the Eagles were going to step back up and get to six wins and tie it. Oh no, that did not happen. The, the Philadelphia Eagles lost against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, and really that game for the most part wasn't all that close. It was a nine point game in the last couple minutes of that one uh, before the Eagles kicked a field goal. Uh, the Eagles are five and seven on the season. Uh, now they're a game and a half back with Dallas uh, with four games left. Obviously the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, still have one game, you know, remaining with each other, uh, but you know how big of a loss was this for the Eagles, and how much did this help the Cowboys? Uh, it was very big on both counts.
1: You <laughs> know, it was it was very big for the Cowboys' uh, chances. I mean, uh, just because of the, the the sheer lack of uh, you know of games left in the, in the season, uh, every one of these wins and losses counts, uh, and for the Eagles. You know, they could not afford to lose to a team that had been actively tanking at one point, uh, you know, at the end of the season mm-hmm. and, and sure. still managed to kind of fight their way into the playoffs. Um, you know, I mean, as inept as the Cowboys have looked, I think the Eagles seem to ha- want it even less. <laughs> like, I just, you know, it, it was, it, look, I mean, losing, giving up, I think, what what was it, like 23 straight points, like unanswered points at one point. Um mm-hmm. You know, that, that's how you give a game away to a team that is lesser than you uh, on the road. And, and I think it, it, if anything and it has been proven this season is that, uh, you know, there is parity, a lot of parity in this league. It is very difficult to win football games, you know, no matter how much of a perceived advantage you have over uh, the talent on the other team. Uh, and I think for the Cowboys – and, and honestly, I, I this is something that I think you, this is something that I feel like I discussed b- before the season, and I've started saying before every season is that we cannot predict the amount of crazy, unpredictable stuff that will happen in any given season, and and, and every sure. season there is like ten examples of this where th- one team has no business even being in the same, uh uh you know game you know as far as there's, they're not even the same talent tiers as this other team uh but they they you know cannot pull out a win i think it, one of the best tweets yesterday came from our friend daniel houston talking about how we should be thinking about these games more problem probabilistically li- problem yeah, problem- yeah I, I, I can't even say the word because the truth of the matter is is that that it's not the case there is, there's never, there's never been a game in the history of the NFL where, the, you know, uh, the other team had zero percent chance to beat the other team. You know, and it's, I think this is, this is the kind of thing that you have to prepare for, and I think this is why teams prepare the way they do is because you have to beat a variety of different schemes, a variety of different teams, uh, throughout the season, and it's difficult, and uh, you can't av- uh, afford to. Over resource one game over the other one because you will overlook what is definitely going to be a difficult opponent, no matter who you're playing the following week.
0: Absolutely, it 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 really is at any given Sunday league, and yeah. you, know, you just you never quite know what can happen. Uh, weather obviously will play a part in a lot of these games coming up, so you could look at a game like I don't know, let's say you know the Saints are playing, um, I, I I'm the talking, Jets, you know Carolina <laughs> the, the Jets yeah. or Carolina. But you get a game that's in New York. You never know, you know, how that might change things. A couple of tip passes that turn into turnovers, uh, you know, that changes the whole equation. It's it's truly, and that's what makes this league so fun, is because anything can happen. Um, Landon, we're going to take a quick break, and then I want to run s- through a couple scenarios uh, over the next four weeks that could play out for the Cowboys. All right, Landon, we are going to be on to Week 14 uh, after the Monday Night game tonight. Um, and I just want to kind of express to people how big the loss yesterday was for the Eagles. According to the New York Times Playoff Simulator, the Cowboys' playoff odds went from about 51 to 52% to all the way up to 74%, 75% with that Eagles loss. So that's a pretty significant jump. Um, let's, I want to run through the schedule really quickly. Uh, what that loss has now done... Is in some ways has made the Cowboys' next two games meaningless. As long as the Cowboys beat Philadelphia in week 16 and then beat Washington in week 17, they're in the playoffs. It doesn't matter what happens over the next two weeks, it doesn't matter if they lose to both the Bears and the Rams, and the Eagles win out, or the Eagles win the next two, the Cowboys are in. What is a little different though is now that there's basically no margin of error for the Eagles. Um, if the Eagles were to slip up in week 14, they play the Giants on Monday night. Or if they were to slip up against the, the Redskins, who they play the Redskins at a 1 o'clock game in week 15, that basically makes week 16 meaningless for Dallas. All the Cowboys would have to do is win the Washington game uh, in week 17, and the Cowboys would be in the playoffs. So uh, should the Cowboys be feeling pretty confident that they're going to make, you know, make the postseason this year?
1: I, I think so. I mean, as far as making the postseason goes, I, I think, yeah. I mean, the percentages seem to bear out that. And, and, you know, say what you will about what we thought about the schedule before the season. The rest of the season looks like the island of misfit toys. I mean, the Ram, the Rams came out and pulled out a big win yesterday. Uh, but before that, they had not been playing very good football. Uh, you know, the Bears, I mean, if you want to talk, I will mean, be really the Bears and the Rams – are, you know, in the same boat as the Cowboys as three teams that had high expectations that whose record are not, you know, maybe currently Mm -hmm. reflecting what their expectations were. Uh, So, you know, really they lose either one of those games. They lose one of those games. Uh, You know, I, I think, as you said, as long as they beat the Eagles, I think it should be fine. I expect the Cowboys hopefully to win one of those two games, though.
0: Well, and here's the thing. Again, let's say the scenario plays out well for Dallas. If the Cowboys win this week against Chicago, and then the Eagles lose to the Giants on Monday night, the week 16 game does not matter for the Dallas Cowboys. The week 15 game does not matter. All Dallas would need to do is beat Washington or win one of those two games in order to make the playoffs. So... The margin for air for Philadelphia now is massive. Where Dallas has a lot of different ways and avenues they can make the playoffs, despite only being able to win the division. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's really where that loss to Miami. I mean, may not have technically ended Philly's season, but I mean, it. That's about as close as you're going to get. Uh, without actually doing it at in week f- yeah,
0: Philadelphia <laughs> basically has to win. out Yeah, the I mean, that, to be realistic, that's what they have to do. you got to.
1: It's pretty. It. It's pretty rare that a week thirteen loss, you know, would put you completely out of the playoffs when y- y- you have uh, 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 the, <laughs> the same record as the team that's ahead of you in the division. Mm-hmm. But that. Oh, that's basically what happened. Is Miami's you know path to getting into the playoffs. Got shrunk down to the size of a keyhole with that loss. So, yeah, I, I think the question is not really for the Cowboys at this point whether or not they'll make the playoffs. I mean, I think it is still up in the air, but I, I think it's it's a there's a very good shot that obviously that they'll find a way to do that if they can just you know win one of these games. Mm-hmm. I, I think the question now in play is, you know, are they going to do anything with the opportunity? Yeah, you know, and I think that's it's hard. To, you look. I mean, look at the situation now. It's like you don't really have any more kind of test outside of whatever you think Philly's going to offer you as a test. And then the Rams, you know, they they kind of had a bounce back game against the, the the Cardinals yesterday. So maybe they kind of show you like what a good contender, a decent contender in the playoffs might look like. But you know, basically all the opportunities the Cowboys had throughout the season to kind of beat a good team as i I guess i mean i don't even know what that standard is but uh, yeah i i I, they've they failed him so uh, you you didn't really get any warm-ups so you're basically be playing with live ammunition in january uh when it's time to actually see if this team can actually do anything if
0: they once they get into the playoffs i want to talk about that in a second but um really quickly, i feel like it's important to mention Somehow, some way, the Washington Redskins are not eliminated. No, yeah. There's actually a scenario where you know they beat the Eagles twice here. You know, the last or I guess they beat the Eagles once. They beat Dallas, uh, and then they win their two other games that they actually can sneak in in the playoffs at six and ten, which is absolutely insane. But which uh, uh, the different topic. We'll we'll talk about why do we need divisions uh, on a different show. Uh, I do want to talk about the Cowboys making a run because. I think they are in a position where if you beat Chicago on a Thursday night and then you get to play the Rams at home on Monday night, you win those games, you can maybe start to build some confidence. And I actually think the Cowboys match up pretty well with those teams the way they are right now. Uh, The Rams basically could be eliminated from the playoffs before they even get to the Cowboy game. What would Dallas need to show you, Landon, in order to make you feel confident that they could win a playoff game or win two playoff games? What would you need to see over the next four weeks to give you any kind of
1: confidence? I mean, I think we need to see a game where both sides play observably, stably good. You know, I mean, I think that really what the issue is is that I just have no confidence that this team can play a complete game Start to finish at this point,
0: you know. And what 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 side of the ball makes you feel the most uneasy?
1: Pick the week. I mean, you know, like th- that's <laughs> the thing is that I, I don't I don't even know what the, that answer is right now because it's probably one of the two sides. But I'm it, it, it's it shifts so often that it's like it's hard to it's hard to say. I, I tend to think that I th- the Cowboys' offense is. You know is the one that's being the most fickle I, I i have a feeling that it's the one that can be the most easily turned on you know like like okay. activated i guess like and, and how do you think they get to that point because i i do agree with I, I think it I just shows like up good- It just like honestly that's that's there's nothing like i i i honestly think it's either it shows up or it doesn't like that like suddenly the office is is, is clicking and it's working and everything's in place or it's not. The defense to me has more fundamental flaws in it
0: that the Cowboys the ones are, that you don't feel like are correctable over the next or, four or five weeks. Or
1: at least they're things that they have gotta find a way to work around. Whereas the Dallas offense, like it's like either it's working or and it's working great or it, there's something slightly off and it's kind of an unwieldy mess. When when it when it's when it's operating the way it should be, like and I, I know that this is not very descriptive, but I, I mean, really, it's like I, I, don't fe- I don't view the Cowboys offense as having a weakness that they're constantly having to work around. They, it feels like they've got talent spread out where they need it and that they can perform mm. when, when they're on. The problem is, it does feel more.
0: I I hate to sound like Jerry Singer, but it does feel like the offense is more execution based, yes, rather than a talent. Well, I mean, I right? or a scheme I, problem. I think the, the problem with both sides is execution based. You know, I mean, I, the t- see, I would disagree a little bit more on defense because I, it, my my argument on defense is I I just don't think they have the horses in the middle to stop teams that they'd really want to run. Off. I think
1: that they I think that they do but they have to execute perfectly and they're they're not even getting close to that. That that's the issue. And maybe okay, so maybe we're describing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean
0: I just don't think we have there's not a consistent amount of talent in the middle of the Cowboys I, defense. Or you think they have you think they have talent but it's just not always good. I
1: think that they can execute perfectly and it may not be enough to to necessarily stop teams but I think it's enough to win games. You know what I'm saying. When they don't execute at all, it's not enough to even win games. When the offense executes well, it's they're hard to beat. You know, like that's the that's the thing. Is so so for me, it's more pertinent to the Cowboys that the offense uh, executes than the defense because, I mean, I think that the offense is more. Uh, influential on the outcome than defense in general, I guess is the best way to put okay. that.
0: I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, let's let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we're going to talk about some maybe changes the Cowboys could or should make over the next four games. All right, Landon, the Cowboys actually have, it, it sounds really weird, but they have some wiggle room here over the next couple of weeks uh, with, obviously, the preparing for that week 16 matchup against Philadelphia, if it matters. Um, this would be for me, this would be the time that I would be trying to maybe change some things on either side of the ball, use some different pieces, try some different things to see what works. Um, let's start with the offensive side of the ball. What changes would you like to see the Cowboys make over this next month? Or do you think there's any changes that they should make or, you know, none? Uh, I mean... Is it possible to get Connor McGovern up and going before
1: <laughs> I have to put Xavier Suafilo back out there?
0: Uh, it doesn't sound like uh, it, does it. No, it
1: doesn't. Um, I, you know, look, I, I just think that you need to make adjustments to the idea that um, uh, you know that, that you're gonna have more dealing with more pressure and more you know broken run fits than it with Xavier Suafilo. Um, then probably Connor. Then obviously Connor Williams. So I think that they need to kind of just make a general adjustment for that and realize that that may need to affect their play calling. Um, but beyond that, I feel like they probably just need to find a way to lean into passing more. You know.
0: Okay, and you know, so let's say for instance, this is obviously still a short turnaround. I know it's seven days between the Bills game and the Bears game, but because of, you know, having three games in 11 days or whatever it is. Uh, I, I would be really curious to see more of Tony Pollard in, like, a hurry-up situation, even if it's just to save Zeke a little bit or give whole series to Tony Pollard. I'd like to see that. Um, you may argue about, you know, with me on this one, but I would like to see more Blake Jarwin in an expanded role. I, I know that he's he still a work in progress as a route runner. The blocking is not great, but I feel like he does give you a little bit more explosiveness after the catch. Um, What other things could we see from the Cowboys offense? Do you think more of a a pass heavy offense? Uh, Would you like to see more of Devin Smith on the field? Would you like to see them take more deep shots? Uh, Can you kind of expand on that some more?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just think that you need to, uh, you need to kind of, recognize that look your defense is is struggling at times you may need to score more points than you previously expected Uh, i just think that it may be time to try to pour on the aggressiveness a little bit more Mm -hmm. uh, because I, i just think your defense is not slowing teams down the way you want them to i think your offense is going to struggle more with uh the loss of Connor Williams in, in the run game. So I think that, you know, I, I tend to think that Xavier Suofilo, despite, you know, being constantly pushed back into Dak's lap, I think he probably functions better in a pass-blocking set than trying to move bodies in the run game. Um, so I just think that you kind of need to lean into what's working in order to get it to work. I, I don't know that you can serve two masters of trying to, uh, you know, prevent – Uh, to to dominate time of possessions, prevent uh, opportunities for the other team's offense. I think at this point you've got an offense that when you lay it on, could score points. Maybe it's time to just lay it on and not worry about possessions because frankly, you know, I don't know that it's really even helping your defense that much at this point. So uh, you need to just score.
0: What, What about on the defensive side of the ball? Would you like to see the Cowboys try to blitz more to, to manufacture some pressure? Obviously, Lawrence and Robert Quinn are still winning a lot, as is Michael Bennett. Uh, do you want to see the Cowboys try to just find ways to get take takeaways? Because, again, this is a defense that's struggled to take the ball away four straight games without a turnover. Uh, obviously, if the Cowboys want to make a run, that's going to have to change. What would you like to see Rod Marinelli and Chris Rashard change on that side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, I don't –
1: uh, the, the changes I would like to see are not changes that I, I think they're gonna do I mean I, I think that they need to do something uh about the run defense in the middle of the of the of the defense mm-hmm. and and I don't know that they're necessarily uh interested in that so so maybe it's more run block, run blitzes maybe it is more blitzing on early downs uh, you know I think that finding ways to be aggressive on early downs could be a way to uh, you know, kind of safely add some very uh, high variance to the to, to the to the that side of the ball, um, and without maybe exposing yourself to too much of the downside that happens when you blitz. You know, I think that's that's a key thing with this defense is they still they want to blitz, but they want to be able to remain keeping everything in front of them. You know, they they don't want to give up big plays, so. Uh, blitzing to them, you know, can leave you exposed to that sort of thing. So, I, I think that's their hesitation to blitz. So, for me, maybe making it more uh, selective run blitzing, and that way, uh, mm-hmm. you're kind of getting the help you need in the run game, and potentially, you know, adding pressure if that is a pass play. Uh, but, but also not, you know, sacrificing uh, a whole lot of coverage on the back end because you sold out to, you know, try to blitz the quarterback.
0: Yeah, I'm also curious to see, like, if they get some of these guys back. Like, obviously, Anton Woods, if they can get him back in the next couple weeks. I don't necessarily anticipate him being ready for the Chicago game, considering they have, what is it, like an 11-day break between the Bears and Rams game. Uh, I, I'm thinking they days, might be yeah. a little cautious. Yeah. Well, they like, always play on Monday night at the Rams game. So how many days is that?
1: Well, it's the 15th is the is the Rams game, and the Bears game is on the 5th. The 5th it okay. says it's the Sunday night game. Do they get flexed?
0: Uh, I I thought it was the Monday
1: night game. Well, I have uh, I mean, the Cowboys schedule says it's Sunday, so I don't know if, if we'll. That's next uh, week. Maybe. We'll check on that next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, but we'll it's ten it. or eleven days. Either way, the point stands is that they get a nice little kind of, you know, the mini break or the mini buy. You know, kind of.
0: Right, right, right. So you could potentially get Antoine Woods back. You could get Leighton Vander Esch back. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see if they can get a little healthier on defense It may be... Maybe that'll be some of their answers to the problems. I'm curious to see if, you know, guys like Sean Lee can stay healthy. They could get Jeff Heath back this week. Um, I I don't know about you, but I think there's a pretty big gap between Darian Thompson and Jeff Heath, and I think that would help as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys can do over the next month of the season. Uh, No matter what, though, we're going to be in it. We're going to have meaningful games to talk about uh, in late December uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys stick around, listen to the podcast every week. Uh, we will prepare you guys for the upcoming games against the Bears. Uh, we're going to answer your Twitter questions tomorrow, uh, so make sure you guys tune in. All right, that is it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.